Hare Krishna everyone, we are continuing to read the Bhagavad Gita as it is, the book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada. Chapter 2. Contents of the Gita Summarized. Text 60. Yatato hyapikanteya purushasya vipaschita indriyani pramathini Haranti prasabhammanaha. The senses are so strong and impetuous, O Arjuna, that they forcibly carry away the mind even of a man of discrimination who is endeavoring to control them. I'm sure everyone has experienced this fact how the senses can just forcibly carry away your mind even when you're trying to be logical trying to <laughs> use all of your powers of discrimination intelligence reason nothing it just takes you away <clears throat> purport there are many learned sages philosophers and transcendentalists who try to conquer the senses but in spite of their endeavors even the greatest of them sometimes fall victim to material sense enjoyment due to the agitated mind. Even Vishwamitra, a great sage and perfect yogi, was misled by Menaka into sex enjoyment. Although the yogi was endeavoring for sense control with severe types of penance, and yoga practice. And of course, there are so many similar instances in the history of the world. Therefore, it is very difficult to control the mind and senses without being fully Krishna conscious. Without engaging the mind in Krishna, one cannot seize such material engagements. A practical example is given by Sri Yamunacharya, a great saint and devotee, who says Yadavadhi Mamacheta Krishna Padara Vinde Navanavarasadhamanyodyatamrantumasit Tadavadhi Batanari Sangames Mariamane Bhavati Mukha Vakara Sushtu Nisthivanamcha Quote Since my mind has been engaged in the service of the lotus feet of Lord Krishna and I have been enjoying an ever new transcendental humor whenever I think of sex life with a woman my face at once turns from it and I spit at the thought." Unquote. Krishna consciousness is such a transcendentally nice thing that automatically material enjoyment becomes distasteful. It is as if a hungry man had satisfied his hunger by a sufficient quantity of nutritious edibles. 
Maharaja Ambarisha also conquered a great yogi, Durvasa Muni, simply because his mind was always engaged in Krishna consciousness. Savai mana Krishna padaravindayor vacham sivai kundha gunanu varnane Text 61 61 Tani sarvani samyamya yukta asita matpara vashahi asyandriyani tasya pragya pratishthita One who restrains his senses, keeping them under full control, and fixes his consciousness upon me, is known as a man of steady intelligence. Steady intelligence. Purport. That the highest conception of yoga perfection is Krishna consciousness is clearly explained in this verse. And unless one is Krishna conscious, it is not at all possible to control the senses. As cited above, the great sage Durvasa Muni picked a quarrel with Maharaja Ambarisha. And Durvasa Muni unnecessarily became angry out of pride and therefore could not check his senses. On the other hand, the king, although not as powerful a yogi as the sage, but a devotee of the Lord, silently tolerated all the sage's injustices and thereby emerged victorious. The king was able to control his senses because of the following qualifications as mentioned in the Srimad Bhagavatam 9.4.18-20. Savai mana Krishna padara vinda yorva cham sivai kundha gunanu varnane karau hadir mandira marjana dishu shrutim chakara chuta satkatho daye mukundalinga layak darshane drishau Tad-vritya-gatra-sparshe-ngasan-gamam-grannam-catat-pada-saroja-saurabhe-i-shrimattu-lasya-rasanam-tadarpite-padau-hare-kshetra-padanu-sarpane-shiro-hishi-kesha
in tasting the tulsi leaves offered to him. His legs in traveling to the holy place where his temple is situated. Mm -hmm. Where his temple is situated, his head in offering obeisances unto the Lord, and his desires in fulfilling the desires of the Lord. And all these qualifications made him fit to become a mat para devotee of the Lord. Unquote. The word mat para is most significant in this connection. How one can become mat para is described in the life of Maharaja Ambarisha. Srila Baladeva Vidyabhushan, a great scholar and acharya, in the line of the Mat Para, remarks Madhvakti Prabhavena Sarvendriya Vijaya Purvika Svatma Drishti Sulabheti Bhava. Quote, the senses can be completely controlled only by the strength of devotional service to Krishna. Also, the example of fire is sometimes given. Quote, As a blazing fire burns everything within a room, Lord Vishnu, situated in the heart of the yogi, burns up all kinds of impurities. Jai. Unquote. The Yoga Sutra also prescribes meditation on Vishnu and not meditation on the void. The so-called yogis who meditate on something other than Vishnu simply waste their time in a vain search after some phantasmagoria. We have to be Krishna conscious, devoted to the personality of Godhead. This is the aim of the real yoga. Text 62 Dhyayato vishayan pumsa Sangaste shupajayate Sangat sanjayate kama Kamat krodho bhijayate While contemplating, while contemplating the objects of the senses, a person develops attachment for them, and from such attachment, lust develops, and from lust, anger arises. Purport One who is not Krishna conscious is subjected to material desires while contemplating the objects of the senses. The senses require real engagements, and if they are not engaged in the transcendental, loving service of the Lord, they will certainly seek engagement in the service of materialism. In the material world, everyone, including Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma, 
to say nothing of other demigods in the heavenly planets, is subjected to the influence of sense objects, and the only method to get out of this puzzle of material existence is to become Krishna conscious. Lord Shiva was deep in meditation, but when Parvati agitated him for sense pleasure, he agreed to the pro proposal. What's I'm? It's getting late. I should record in the mornings. Actually, <laughs> I'm. I. Hare Krishna. Okay. Maybe I should get the bigger Bhagavad Gita. I'm reading from the small Bhagavad Gita which I bought in Chaupati in 2009, I think. 2009 or... Yeah, it must be 2009. It's small, the text is small, but I really love it because I spent like my teenage years with this book. It has all of my uh, marks. <laughs> And uh, okay, so he agreed to the proposal, and as a result, Kartikeya was born. When Haridas Thakur was a young devotee of the Lord, he was similarly allured by the incarnation of Maya Devi. But Haridas easily passed the test because of his unalloyed devotion to Lord Krishna. As illustrated in the above-mentioned verse of Sri Yamunacharya, a sincere devotee of the Lord shuns all material sense enjoyment due to his higher taste for spiritual enjoyment in the association of the Lord. That is the secret of success. One who is not, therefore, in Krishna consciousness, however powerful he may be in controlling the senses by artificial repression, is sure, ultimately, to fail. For the slightest thought of sense pleasure will agitate him to gratify his senses. So, as we read in text number 59, Param Drishtva Nivartate. Everything is measured or defined by whether you have the higher taste. If you have the higher taste for the spiritual enjoyment, then that's the secret of success then you're actually powerful in controlling your senses because you don't even need to control them in that stage you just naturally don't like the thought of it like Yamunachari, he would spit at the thought Jai um, I think we can observe it to some degree with devotees even on initial stages of spiritual life um, devotees naturally don't feel very attracted to sinful activities which is 
grossest and more lowest form of sense enjoyment. Some devotees may have struggled with it at first when they just give up. Like mm, some of the things like we follow regulative principles like no meat eating, gambling, intoxication. So some people may have some difficulties in the beginning when they give it up. But once they taste the... Like I've heard it many times from uh, other devotees because I was born in devotional family so I haven't really gone in those directions but I've heard devotees say that you know like nothing really nothing compares with an ecstatic kirtan when you're dancing and singing for the Lord in front of the deities or when your spiritual master is singing kirtan it's wild it's ecstatic it's nectarian you don't even People think like it's just so sad that all like the sense enjoyment just feels like such a sad alternative, you know, to that what you have and the taste of prasadam, like oh, the, the tastiest thing you can find in this world is prasadam. You know, association of devotees. I remember when I was like maybe fourteen, fourteen was I? Maybe even thirteen, thirteen, fourteen. I every child in Krishna consciousness they have that moment when they decide that they want to spend the rest of their life in Krishna consciousness and uh, I remember I asked myself uh, whether I want to it wasn't the question whether I want to be a devotee but it was just a thought what would happen if I would not go in this direction what would happen if I would just become a karmi or a materialist and uh, the first thought that I had was that but what about all of these wonderful and loving devotees that I know because in my uh, limited experience of this world (laughs) I've never found more loving and caring and fun and uh, just you know so nice to be with people than devotees um i just thought immediately that no way like i would just like i would at that point i remember that i just felt like i knew that i didn't have maybe much spiritual experiences like i would listen to classes i would listen to kirtans but i didn't have that taste um yet but I definitely had taste of association with devotees and I knew that they're like the sweetest, the softest, the loveliest, (laughs) loving people you can ever find and I just thought that it's like a no-brainer for me, definitely I would want to stay here. (laughs) So, okay, thank you so much for tuning in today, the link to this book is in the description, please check out our website shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow, Hare Krishna.